2: What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get
3: started.
4: You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio.
3: Final hour on this Monday. Dan and the Dan and Dan Patrick Show. Our best and worst of the weekend. More of your phone calls. Will Farrell will stop by a little bit later on. The uh, headlines... Don Shula, the great patriarch of the Miami Dolphins, has passed away at the age of 90. Andy Dalton signs with the Dallas Cowboys. The NFL is going to have their schedule release released on time coming up next weekend. And the NBA looking at a delayed start to next season. I think if you're able to get the playoffs, you're going to have to have a few regular season games. This is if it happens. You're going to have a few regular season games. And then you go into the postseason, may not be the best of seven, maybe a best of three to start, maybe a best of five, then a best of seven. But from what I was told over the weekend, probably then you would start the season next year around Christmas time. Now, these are just things that are being thrown out. These are people who are involved in conversations here, and it feels like everything is on the table. But uh, those are just some of the headlines here. I was telling Pauly, I'm... uh, Paying somebody to redo a 1973 RS Porsche, and I had settled on this color, stone gray. And all of a sudden, over the weekend, I changed it.
5: I see. I really liked your stone gray idea when you told me about it a couple months ago. Because you see, Porsches and there's a lot of red and black, and yeah. and you don't. That's an original color. It's cool. It
3: is. It looks beautiful. And we only started to paint a little bit of the car, like uh, inside where the, uh, the the engine is. Uh, We we pulled the engine and painted just a little bit. And I said to the guy who's done all the work, I said, you know what? I want to change the color. And he said, what do you want to go with? And I said, Viper green. What is is Viper green? Well, if you Google Viper green. Now, the thing that I don't like about it is that it's a notice me color. It's like the guy who has the red Ferrari. Like this is Viper green. And this
5: is here it comes. Yeah, Paulie. Viper Green, to put it in perspective for people listening, will be like the color of a popsicle. Like you took it out of the can. It's bright green. It's yeah. not forest green. It's not... Nope. It's it's closer to like a, a limey green. Yeah. It's it's Viper Green. So I'm redoing a 1973
3: R. Oh, Paulie gave the uh, thumbs down to Viper Green.
5: I, I hate to t- tell you this, Dan. I don't know. It's
3: okay. It's okay. I I. It's pretty stunning on a Porsche. But uh, have
6: you guys... Did you guys Google Viper green seat and you're giggling? Well, not to rain on anyone's parade here, but so far, I think you're 0 for 2. on the OK. Course. <laughs> All right.
5: All right. Yes, Paul. I, I did find a picture of one and I see a done one and it has a kind of 70s cool. Brad Pitt would be driving it in yeah. that movie with Tarantino. Once upon a time. Yeah. He might yeah. be driving that movie. Right. Yeah. Maybe.
3: So I'm eh. OK. Mick Levin.
1: Uh it'd be cool. Are you gonna add a big like decal logo of a teenage mutant ninja turtle <laughs> wow. on the side too? Okay,
3: all right. Wow. Oh wow. John's fire, got it? Uh no, it's super
1: cool. I'm just I think is this a, like a gone in sixty seconds, fast and furious inspiration? Yeah, because they have a lot of those.
3: Well, I do love both of those movies. I love the Fast and Furious franchise and I love Gone in Sixty Seconds. Oh, Mr. Car Guy Todd.
7: <laughs> I'm all in on the Viper. You may change your mind now because of that I mean Oh, I don't care about the but- front row.
3: <laughs> no, no. They, but, they can but have there's, their al-
7: there's already a certain amount of attention attached to uh, Look at me, I have a Porsche So you might as well go all in and go with a wacky color To, uh, to get even more attention on it I
3: don't know if it's wacky Wacky is a tough word I don't know if it's wack- wacky is- wacky. Mm, wah, wah. Uh, no. wacky in a
8: wacky
7: good way like, <laughs> Wacky like wild Throw caution to the winds. Horrendous in a good way
3: <laughs> Putrid, but in a good way <laughs>
7: Wacky and putrid and horrendous are not synonyms
5: Thank you, Todd Thank you are, have you committed to this car? I haven't. We haven't bought the paint yet. God, that gray sounded so nice. It's stone gray. Mm-hmm. I know.
3: And it's not a midlife crisis. I already went through that. And and this paint isn't cheap. You know, like this no. paint cult. Not yeah. You know, it's, no. It's viper green, baby. Yeah. Come get some. And and uh, got houndstooth uh, interior, black and white with the insert of the seats and. Uh,
5: you mean like Alabama, like Bear Bryant?
3: But black and white. Uh, oh. Yeah. And then the, the Porsche decal on the side is is black. Yeah, it's Viper Green. In fact, if you're watching on uh, YouTube.com slash the Dan Patrick Show, inside the Bengals helmet, now see that color, the next color, Pauly, that's Viper Green inside Andy Dalton's helmet right there. If you're not watching, then you have no idea what the hell I'm talking about. Okay. So (laughs) there you have it. We'll keep people updated. Viper. Well, I told people I would that it's it's Viper Green. It's a 73 RS. For gearheads out there, they're going to understand it. They'll appreciate it. And they'll say, all right, that's badass, man. Badass. All right, let's go around the room. Best and worst of the weekend. Uh, I'm going to start with Todd. The wacky Todd Fritz. Hey, Todd.
7: The, my best of the weekend, I'm going off the sports board. I went on a nice five-mile walk with my uh, daughter, Lindsay, and she kept me moving at a good pace. So uh, God bless her trying to you know, get me to uh, get into some kind of shape. She was going really fast, so I had to uh, step up my walking game. So uh, I got in a nice five miles over the weekend. Worst, former A's pitcher, Matt Keough, passing away at the age of 64. That was uh, sad. I remember uh, watching him pitch and having his baseball card.
3: Thank you, Todd. Welcome. Took a pandemic for Todd to try to get in shape. McLovin. Okay, I finally watched the movie Contagion, which we've talked about
1: yeah, before. Dude. And uh, man, they really nailed everything. All the terms that we use now
3: were in that movie. Worst is it was so depressing. I like couldn't sleep afterwards. I started watching Better Call Saul. I finally, I finally said, all right, I'm going to, I, I got to dive in here. There's enough time in between Breaking Bad and you know, Better Call Saul, that there's some separation there. That I'm not going to compare the two, and it's it's really well done. Yeah, Bob Bob Odenkirk does a wonderful job. And I I was told second season of Better Call Saul, you know, it gets better as you you go along. And uh, and they're right. Better Call Saul has been great. Seton O'Connor
6: Junior. the third best and worst of the weekend. Uh, my best of the weekend was watching everybody uh, during the last dance try and pronounce Tony Kukoc's name. <laughs>
3: <laughs> how many how many, so <laughs>
6: how many different pronunciations did they have of Tony Kukoc? It's it like everybody who they brought <laughs> brought on there had a different one that the uh, Kukoc, the Kukchuch, like whatever. Like they couldn't figure out his name. It was so funny. Even when he was drafted. just getting crushed. You and, know? Even when he was drafted, I don't think they pronounced his name correctly yeah yeah uh my worst of the weekend is still staying with the last dance but man they didn't do horace grant any favors huh don't hour. you
3: get the feeling horace grant was jettisoned because he might have been the leak for sam smith's uh the jordan rules yeah 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 You're like no it wasn't me I, no i was probably a lot of people probably said something all i know is somebody was a great source for that book for sam smith and i was surprised Jordan allowed Sam Smith, who legendary basketball writer in Chicago, legendary, and that he allowed Sam Smith to be in the documentary. Like I, Peter Vesey, who covered the NBA and and really had one of those quintessential columns. Like, you know, he, he created this form and, and and he did it in such a caustic way, like he was sardonic, he was sarcastic, and he did this, you know, great column. And then he started doing uh, NBC, you know, covering the NBA Finals. He did interviews. But uh, Vesey was not part of the Jordan documentary. And I don't know if that's because he and Mike didn't get along, but I'm sure that Peter Vesey would have had some stories to tell. Maybe that's why they didn't have him. Yeah. Hey, I was disappointed. I wasn't asked to be in it, you know. To be transparent. Yeah, I was. I was really disappointed. And I didn't go, well, let me see who else is being interviewed. I'm sure that, you know, Jason Hare, who's done a great job as the director, you know, they're getting all of these people. You know, and and there's over 100 people. I I mean, I haven't had any conversation, any friction with Michael Jordan. Never had it. You know, we, we had what I thought was a great relationship, professional relationship. And plus, nobody did more Jordan highlights than I did. In the 90s, nobody. Did them all. And I, I would have thought that just some of the stories behind the scenes, uh, you know, during those NBA finals, you know, that maybe they would have made air. But, yeah, I, I was disappointed that I didn't get that opportunity because I specifically said to management, I want to be the person interviewing Michael Jordan every year. And I looked at it that way. I was seeing something that was historical, and I wanted to be part of it. I knew the magic that I was seeing, and it was going to continue. And then even when Mike went to play baseball, I stayed on still doing the Houston Rockets and loved every bit of that. That Rockets organization, Keem Elijah one's one of my favorite players of all time. You know, they had really good people. That city loved the Rockets. That was a lot of fun there, back-to-back. And then Michael came back. Uh, I was there when Michael retired, did an interview with SportsCenter with him. So I, I I, was around it a lot, but I was disappointed I didn't get that opportunity. Yeah, Paul.
5: Did you notice, I think you interviewed Jordan after every finals, correct? Yeah. Did you notice, and it may be hindsight, but did you notice changes as him, good, bad, whatever, as it went along, or was he a consistent figure?
3: I think he looked forward, according to the Bulls, he looked forward to it because it wasn't going to be just X's and O's. It was a chance for him to smile and have some fun with this because I, I challenged him in a different way. And, you know, what you're trying to do is just get him to tell stories or give you... I wanted him to give you something he wasn't going to give guys in the press conferences because that's a very sterile environment. When you get somebody one-on-one, that's when you hope that you can get something out of it. And that was always my goal with him. But I always felt when he came in, even after, you know, it was all over in Utah, you know, there was there was some finality to him that, 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 that this was it. He was walking out the door in our Sports Center set, and that was it. I was not going to see him in this environment after winning a championship again. Phil, I thought that I would see him again, and of course I ended up, obviously, with the Lakers. But Michael, I thought Mike was going to walk out the door, and that'd be it. I'd never be in that position, that situation again. Yeah, uh, Pauline.
5: I heard Michael Wilbon talking the other day on ESPN, and he said... Even though he heard Jerry Krause say we're not bringing him back and this Michael Jordan say if Phil's not there I'm not coming back. Mike Luolvan said he must have been in denial because it made no sense for them to stop. Like it made no sense for this team that was rolling over people to quit a year early for money reasons. You're you're making so much more than you're spending. Uh, I am sure the Bulls, you know, marketing machine and uh, revenue was just out
3: of hand. But what were you going to have to pay Pippen?
5: Who cares? I know you got to pay
3: him I, for 7 years. I I, I know. But that, you know, Pippen ended up going and playing in Portland and Houston and made most of his money. I don't think he was ever an All-Star game, in an All-Star game. I don't think he was ever an All-Star. But you were going to have to spend some money there, and you're already paying Mike 30-something million, and you're going to have to do that again. I I just think that they were trying to be fiscally responsible, not being emotional. Because in the moment, you're going – and I remember when after – Michael came in and I sat down and interviewed him. Phil Jackson then was waiting and I interviewed him. And when he left, I realized it was done. And I wanted it to continue. I mean, I'm all for seeing a dynasty because of how hard it is to continue. And I thought, God, that's it. You just, and I went out into uh, the arena after it was all said and done. There, you know, there was nobody there. There was a bunch of debris and, you know, there's a couple people cleaning up. And I just took it all in. And I just stared at the hoop that Michael made the shot at. I just stared at it. It was like a moment I just... Phil would have been proud of me because it was a moment of zen. (laughs) I just wanted to take it in because I thought, I'll never see this again. Somebody will do something that's different, but not like this. And I never, ever looked at this and said... This has become routine. Never. There was always something. Always. Every year. Every series. Every championship. It was just different. It was unique. But the, you know, the common thread was Michael Jordan. But yeah, I walked out on the floor. And I just, just took it in. And then you wonder, you know, Mike, if he doesn't make the shot. Like, I always wondered about if he didn't. He always did. That you know, if he's 5-1, and one, if Utah wins a title, like if Paxson doesn't hit the shot, then Phoenix has a game 7. Like, there are just so many moments there where you go, what if? You know, I thought that the Indiana Pacers were going to knock off the Bulls that year. I thought the Pacers were a really good team and probably should have beaten them. But every time you thought, if Mike doesn't make the steal on Carl Malone, if he doesn't make that shot, what do we think of Michael Jordan now? If he's 4-2, he's not the best player of all time. I mean, not. 6-0, and oh, best player of all time. And I know people try to put in Bill Russell. Bill Russell is the, the best team winner of all time. And he's the most successful, but that doesn't make him the best player. He's the most successful player of all time. And I know that, you know, it gets to semantics. It's like Aaron Rodgers is the most talented quarterback to play the position. All right. Bill Russell is the greatest team winner we've ever seen. Okay. That doesn't make him, you know, Yogi Berra is one of the great team winners of all time in baseball history. Doesn't mean he's one of the great players of all time. His name is never mentioned as one of the great players of all time. Fabulous career, great stats. You know, we deal with semantics a lot. You know, he's... This guy is the most talented quarterback I've ever seen. You know, John Elway was you know two and three in Super Bowls, so he won two of five. All right, does that mean that Tom Brady's better than him, more successful? I don't think he's better. I think he's more successful. Joe Montana, perfect four and zero. I think Dan Marino's a better quarterback than Joe Montana. Joe's
5: more successful. Yeah, Paul. Imagine if Dan Marino was two and zero in the Super Bowl and John Elway didn't have any. Dan Marino would be so elevated because people still, with no Super Bowl titles, still people say Marino is, if not the best passer of all time, top three or four at worst. yeah, They just have, they can't say career, best career. Uh,
3: Caleb in Portland joins us. Hey, Caleb, welcome to the program. Hey,
8: Dan, uh, 5'10", stop counting. Um want to call in with the best best worst of the weekend i'll start with the worst uh for the first half of the weekend the wife is still on public rest doctor's order uh good news second half of the weekend she was no longer on public rest so we had our own last dance going on and then we also had our baby shower via zoom and i was rocking my tomba paint shirt
3: oh that's great caleb thank you thank you i appreciate that seth in new orleans and we'll take a break will ferrell set to join us coming up hey seth
8: I did uh, five, nine, pre-quarantine, 146, now 171 and counting. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wanted to ask you guys, I know you couldn't have the exact same situation, but uh, I moved in with my girlfriend, Jessica, like a week before quarantine, and then, boom quarantine happens and so far it's going really well i'm just terrified that there's another shoe to drop uh, do you have any advice for me to keep this smooth sailing
3: wait how long had you been dating her before she
8: moved in uh well we were dating for about a year but we only moved in together a week before
3: oh boy i hate giving out advice i but you know as i said to one of my daughters who she had been dating her boyfriend for a month. And then she went to L.A. for a wedding. And then she got out there and I said, you can't come back to New York where she lives. So they're at his parents for six weeks. She's been at his parents longer than she dated him before going
5: out there. <laughs> it's like a common law marriage.
3: Man. Yes. And so I FaceTime her all the time and I, I, I've met you know, his parents you know, via you know, FaceTime. So it's kind of crazy there. And I said, it's either going to be really good, Seth, or really bad. But you're going to know it when this is all done. If, when I talk to you in June, you know what? Call me in mid-June, Seth, and let me know how you're
8: doing, okay? You, you got it, but You're sure nobody there has had to deal with uh, a relationship, in a, you know, like uh, quarantine at all. <laughs> no, no. We,
3: we, we weren't alive during the Spanish flu here, Seth. Come on,
8: man. <laughs> Thank I, need, you. I need something here. All right.
3: all right. Yes, Paul.
5: I don't know if my great grandparents hooked up during a pandemic in 09, <laughs> but I'll check.
3: Yeah. Hey, you got any, you know, a quarantine <laughs> advice for me? No. Nobody does. No. Hell, I'm trying to figure this out just like you are. All righty. Speaking of which, Will Farrell will join us coming up next. It's 21 after the hour. This is the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR.
0: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. <laughs>
4: Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at angie.com. That's angi.com or download the app today. As you may have realized,
8: I watch a lot of sports. Like a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add on subscriptions. See Amazon.com/slash Amazon Prime for details.
4: Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real
5: Steel. Offer valid on select AK systems through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
3: More phone calls coming up. 877-3DP-SHOW. You'd think Will Ferrell would be technically savvy. Or maybe you wouldn't think he would be technically savvy. I got all walks of life who somehow can set up a Zoom chat, but not Will Ferrell. Actor, comedian, former Saturday Night Live cast member, all-around good guy. You can see us, but we can't see you. That's creepy, Will.
9: Yep. That's the way I do (laughs) all my zooms. Oh no, my, my, my computer's working just fine.
3: (laughs) Why can't I see you?
9: I don't know. I, uh, as I, as I mentioned before, uh, well, in an email that, that my, my zoom, uh, ratio is 50, 50. So a, a lot of times this happens. I don't know why.
3: Do you, you have kids. Can't the boys come in and figure this out? They're still sleeping. Oh, okay. Yeah. But what about your wife? She's still sleeping. Everyone's still sleeping. Are you nude?
9: Uh, no, 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 no. I, I have a, a a a nice shirt on. I oh no. Actually, put gel in my hair. <laughs> um, I was ready to go. Oh, done. And now it's just an auditory yeah. experience wait so dan is this have you been is this a simulcast yeah. technically <laughs> yeah. yeah
3: yeah yeah it has been since you've known us yeah <laughs> but this is even a more of a simulcast yeah than ever before. it would yeah. be it would be helpful if we could see you like we could get a glimpse into your life and then maybe you could give us a little tour of your man cave or wherever you are right 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 like that'd be beneficial oh, for my fans. I know, it would
9: have been it would have been great. Yeah. But here we are. I know it's, <laughs> I know it's Fritz. Fritzy has his uh, Emmys prominently displayed behind
7: him. Yeah. to spend a lot of money for those.
9: Yeah.
3: Do you have any Emmys?
9: I just, I finally got an Emmy. I have one Emmy.
3: That's for, am I as supposed a, to guess as a producer on Succession? <laughs> yes, if you could please guess. <laughs> Thank you. Is it Succession?
9: No. Uh as a producer on the live sitcom we did uh, All in the Family and The Jeffersons with uh, Jimmy Kimmel.
3: Oh, and you got an Emmy for that. I got, yeah, which is, how nice is that? What What other awards do you have for acting in there? I mean, you don't have the big one yet. The Tony? But that's coming. That is coming.
9: I don't have... Uh... I don't have any awards for acting. Um, <laughs> I've got a, I've got a couple amazing. I, I think I have three Guys Choice Awards when that used to exist. Uh, I've got some ESPYS. Um, once again, not for acting. Um, I, the, the most prestigious award I have uh, is a uh, the the Mark Twain Award for uh, American comedy.
3: That's a big deal.
9: That's a big deal, right?
3: How so, how nervous were you that night? That's in D.C., and that's that's right. where your your um, constituents, your fellow comedians, come forward and say nice things about you.
9: Say nice things. You you sit up in a in a, in a like a royal box <laughs> situation. Yeah, and uh, and then you have to come down and make a speech yourself with your 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 family watching and in front of a thousand people. So it's a it's a pretty a pretty uh, heady thing but it was uh one of the highlights.
3: Yeah, that's a big deal. I saw uh Dave Chappelle uh when he got that and uh it it uh, looked like it was a pretty pretty big night for everybody.
9: I was I was a little disappointed because I was under the impression when I got mine that they weren't going to give any more out That <laughs> they were yeah. like we're we we're good. Yeah. You know, we've
3: Yeah. We've exhausted yeah. the humor. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Woo, we're done. What are your plans today? Like when you get done with this, what will you do?
9: I'm going to, well, I'm going to get the IT guy out.
3: That's
9: for <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> they don't have to do a deep cleaning. Um, what, what, let's see, I might go, uh, uh, I might go exercise. Uh, I'll probably have to go walk the dogs.
3: I saw where you were like the paparazzi just waits for you to come out of your house, don't they?
9: There is a one, one area where they hang out, yeah, up on Mulholland.
8: And
3: then they just wait for you.
8: They wait for people,
9: yes. Not necessarily me, but but other famous
3: people, yes. Well, like what other famous people?
9: I don't know. I was <laughs> well, oh, I ran I ran into my wife and I ran into uh uh uh, Sasha Baron Cohen and isla, isla Fisher oh yeah one day okay and then <laughs> and then that that's been it so
3: well what do you talk about do you like is it you you know each other oh, they,
9: they, they they were on they were on bicycles and uh they stopped and they said oh hey it's you guys and we said oh hey it's you guys and then they asked us about our uh, sheepdog Cosmo that we were walking and um where did we where did we get a dog like that and we explained and (laughs) they then said we might email you guys (laughs) because maybe we'll get a sheepdog and that's that's the level of conversation that's that's happening in the hollywood hills
3: is it assumed that famous people know famous people like everybody knows everybody
9: yeah it's assumed and it's also uh but there's also a strange um uh I wouldn't call it an immediate uh, intimacy between famous people, but it, uh, when famous people see famous people, they're like, Hey, <laughs> how are you? Yeah, I like you. yeah, you too. how you been? Good. Where um I think other prominent people in other lines of work wouldn't stop, you know the CEO of Boeing wouldn't stop <laughs> <laughs> uh, the you know head of gm and go hey man i saw you on the cover of corporate weekly you lost some weight i like what you do over there um, so it's uh <laughs> i don't know it's a strange uh, you feel like you you should you should say hello and if you don't it's rude and you know things like that
3: he's will farrell actor comedian former saturday night live cast member and not an it guy joining us on the program are you what are you watching Anything good?
9: Well, I've been watching uh, along with it sounds like the rest of America. Uh, Last dance. What do you think? Well, I, I'm 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 not the most objective audience only because uh, I uh, any any I'll enjoy anything like that just as a sports fan just to see the you know the history and to, to remind yourself oh right that's that happened and but uh, I'm I'm enjoying it thoroughly.
3: But you're a Laker fan. Yeah. Do you acknowledge, though, the greatness of Jordan and the Bulls? Of course. Okay. Yeah. Did you ever go out and – I'm trying to think back. What were you doing in the 90s?
9: Uh, well, I was just trying to remember if I actually got to see Jordan play yeah. um, in an actual game. I, I saw him play – I saw him play twice in the strangest of circumstances. I saw him as a sophomore – when he was a sophomore at, uh, Carolina play, because I was a, I was a camper at the Dean Smith basketball camp in, in (laughs) university of North Carolina. The only kid from, from California, probably the only, one of the few kids from out of state. And, uh, and they did a pickup, uh, they did a pickup scrimmage between, uh, some alumni and the current, uh, team and, and, uh, and Michael Jordan, we watched Michael Jordan play.
3: Wait, how did you end up at Dean Smith's basketball camp, coming from California?
9: Uh, I just—I uh, was just a weird kid, Dan. <laughs> were
3: your parents trying to get? get no. Uh, not, okay.
9: No. uh No. Uh, yeah, they were trying to get me away from. Uh, uh, no, all my family's from North Carolina. So, uh, my dad went to Chapel Hill and, uh, we thought it would be, uh, it'd be fun to go to basketball camp. Uh, even though, uh, like I said, I was the only kid from California and most of the campers go with their own team. Uh, so every kid had like four or five buddies except for me. (laughs) So I'd lie in my dorm room going only four more nights, only four more nights. You can do it. Did you ever meet Jordan? Uh, I met him, you know what, I met him while we were uh, shooting, I think, I think we were shooting Bewitched at, at Culver Studios, and they said Jordan's next door shooting a, a Hanes underwear commercial. So he wasn't in his underwear, but uh, yeah, met him, that's the one time I met
3: him. You would have been great in a Hanes underwear I know. Right? Thank you. Like put you in some medium underwear and let yep. you, I mean, that's well, right in your wheelhouse. I'm not, you're going to move some product. I'm a
9: little bit past the medium. I probably have to go XL. Yeah. But still.
3: <laughs> yeah. I am if, if Haynes is listening, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. How did you end up in the uh, Seattle Seahawks video chat?
9: Oh, that was all Pete. That was Pete Carroll who uh, had texted me. We were texting a little bit during the draft because he had said that I was a, uh, <laughs> I was a draft clue. Zoolander was a draft clue. And did I have any other ideas to send him?
3: Wait, what do you mean draft clue?
9: I, I don't know. He didn't <laughs> ever explain it. <laughs> and so I go, well, what does it have to, can, I can send you clues. I, I, and I assumed he meant, uh, you know, self-referential clues uh things from movies i'd done etc and i said what do, do do the clues have to correlate to anything he's like no doesn't matter so i don't know if they just post things to try to throw their fans off as to who they might be drafting
3: and then he said hey i'm gonna do this video chat with
9: yeah then then the next day he was uh, like you want to you want to crash our thing
3: and you were greg olson
9: I was Greg Olson, the uh, incoming tight end,
3: and he former, let himself go. Like a former Carolina Panther. Yeah, he uh, he did not look in game shape.
9: I don't think he thinks there's going to be a season, so he's let himself go. <laughs> yeah.
3: Uh, can you do you think there's going to be a comedy made off of this? You know, quarantine. Yeah, it's a really good question. I don't know.
9: Uh, I don't know if if your anything that's set in, in contemporary uh, times is it, is it does it beg to have to uh, address what's going on, or are people going to want to watch things where we're not reminded of this? I, I'm not quite sure. It's a it's a really good question.
3: Oh, got got a little serious there on me, didn't you? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. What are you doing? Don't uh, do that. Don't, don't do that. Well, I was wondering if you have a relationship that starts because of quarantine, and then oh, you're sure. stuck together. You know, the first day. Well, oh,
9: there's definitely going to be a romantic comedy in which uh, <laughs> people, I think I really love her. Oh, she's super special. Guess what? I can't see her. For six months.
3: But you you've never been in a, a rom-com with Kate Hudson like every other actor, male actor has, right? You're due for a Kate Hudson rom com.
9: I'm I am due for a classic Kate Hudson Matthew McConaughey rom com. Yes.
3: <laughs> you'll you'll be the wacky neighbor there.
9: No, I'm gonna be a tough, uh, sweet talking corporate lawyer. Hmm. You don't like that, yeah?
3: Well, I wish I could have seen you. It would have been really, really good for me in my career. Guys, you
9: look great. I love <laughs> watching all the Danettes watch me, but you're not. You just have to look into the camera, and uh, and my my, it's just a, a void. You're just looking at a void. Why
3: rank how my guys look? So start with Fritzy. What do you make of his uh, setup that he's got there?
9: fritz let's see it it's it, some beautiful uh burnished hardwood uh, walls there i can't quite see what that is that a, a child's uh uh piece of artwork behind it
7: is. it, it yes. definitely is
9: oh there we go that now we're up close. and then it looks like uh what is that a a sports illustrated cover of uh there's of a mcmahon j-
7: behind you know, there's a john elway uh, after oh, beating john the Packers elway. in the super bowl great
3: what, what do you think of uh, McLovin's setup there in Brooklyn?
9: McLovin? I got I, I, can, can you go full frame here? I can't quite see. Oh, okay. Uh, a lot of sunlight coming in. You get a lot of light in that room.
1: I do. It's uh, is that it's the lovely room here in Brooklyn? When
9: you get depressed, you go into that room.
1: Yeah, but it's a greenhouse. It's very hot in here.
3: <laughs> That's the entire
9: yeah, apartment there.
3: Yeah, <laughs> it is. Very minimal. <laughs> uh, Seaton set up at his crib. Seaton, let's see what you have there. I,
9: I I love the uh the Washburn guitar there behind you.
6: Mhm. Mhm.
9: Oh, that's your that's your beat laboratory. The synth? <laughs>
6: yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're making beats here, for sure.
9: <laughs> you 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 and the family record, you have a little family band you record a, a lot of tracks or?
6: Yeah, yeah. We got that's my son's guitar right okay. over there, so uh he also plays the piano, so next to the drink cart. <laughs> right. Yeah, we put it right up there. Okay. Yeah, right by the bar.
3: Uh, I like the drink cart.
6: <laughs>
3: and yep. then you got Paulie here in the man cave with me. So. Oh, Pauly's in the man cave. So yeah, there's that's Who every really day. Cares. Yeah, that's yeah. every day. That's every yeah. day. Uh, well, I, I'm glad you're uh, you're doing well. You never look better, and uh, you know, Thanks, guys. Hopefully, we'll get a chance to see you one day. I.
9: You know, I think. This really inspires me. I want to do an in-studio appearance at some point when this all loosens up. Where I just wear a black tarp over my head.
3: (laughs) Just like you're giving the appearance now, you have a screen that is entirely black. It'll
9: be an in-studio (laughs)
3: Zoom-like appearance. I am going to look forward to that. And uh and and once again I I swear to god if you pull the tape off that if there's tape on that camera and if I find out there was tape on the I mean
9: I'm looking at no, it it's No it's your tape.
3: it's your computer it, it, I don't know if it's your com- camera's not working or you put black tape on the on your uh, on the computer. Now if you did it's a great big and I'll I'll applaud you. It's a Commodore PC. Are they still good? <laughs> Okay, well maybe time for an upgrade, but I Yeah. I'm, I gonna say gu- I I'm, I'm gonna say goodbye and if I see you pull that piece oh, of flag- pull that tape off, wouldn't
9: that be the best?
3: It would be. I would
9: applaud you. But it's like it's like the time you guys thought I was gonna come out in clown makeup or
3: whatever.
9: <laughs> when, I, when I took an hour and a half to get ready for your guys' show in LA. Was yeah,
3: like there was no you in, behind me. Yeah, you, you were, were so in disappointed. Yeah, you were in a sweatsuit. You I went yeah. why did it take an hour and a half to put that together? Right? I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know what? Good luck the rest of your busy day. Uh, tell uh, Sasha Baron Cohen that I say hello and the paparazzi as well. Okay. That's Will Ferrell right there. He took part in uh, COVID is no joke, a comedy fundraiser uh, this past Friday. And we almost got to see what that all looked like there. Yeah, Paulie.
5: I, I truly don't know if that was a bit or not. I don't know either.
3: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say no, it's not. But with the caveat, it very well could have been a bit where he put black tape over his uh, computer. We'll take a break. Last call for phone calls. We'll close up shop after this on The Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to The Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR, or stream us live every day at YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my! Look
8: at that! He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with
0: Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
4: This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com, that's A-N-G-I or download the app today.
8: As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See amazon.com slash amazonprime for details.
4: Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK systems through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
3: All right, college football fans, I got some information for you. Uh, this according to a source. Here's a consensus going around among the uh, major conferences. If things progress at a predictable curve, we're going to have 10 games. Now this is somebody on the inside source of saying 10 games with a later start, and that means later in the calendar year, nine conference games. Regional games take preference, less travel. You won't have any FCS games, players returning mid-June maybe early July. So Ohio State would play Akron or Kentucky. Uh, Illinois would schedule Northern Illinois or Missouri uh, bus to more games, not flying. Uh, The conference that is struggling is the Pac-12. California is a concern when it will open and they stretch from Washington to Arizona. Money will be a concern. Uh, Attendance will be limited. Uh, In some cases, uh, Rutgers wouldn't necessarily fly to Minnesota for a game. Uh, Pac-12, not many regional options, UNLV, New Mexico, Portland State, Reno. So those are just some of the things that they're looking at here with the college football season. And that is how much travel can you have, you know, the schedule that you're going to have, and uh, you know, how many games are you going to have. So nine conference games, and then you would have maybe just a regional game. Uh, Suzanne in Atlanta is the uh, scoreboard winner for Fritzy. Uh, does this have to do with this day in sports history as well, Todd?
7: One is a birthday. One is a date in history.
3: 31 in 77.
7: The clues are takes the cake, but that gives away the birthday part, so it doesn't really help you much. And going solo. 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 Emphasizing solo. Mm-hmm.
3: Yes, McLovin.
1: I know that one as a nerd. It's May the 4th.
7: May the 4th be with you. 1977 is when the hits theaters, Star Wars, Han Solo is your 77 part.
3: And the 31 is?
7: It's uh, Rory McElroy's 31st birthday today.
3: All right. And Rory somehow takes the cake. With his birthday, because he gets a birthday. Cake. Thank you. Brooks Kepka is will. going to join us on the program tomorrow. Sure is. Yes, he is. This day in sports history, Paulie. Nineteen
5: eighty-four. Dan Dave Kingman hit a fly ball that got stuck in the roof of the Metrodome. Yep, yeah. that's it. All right.
3: Jr. in Illinois. Hey Jr.
4: Hi Dan. Hey Joe. Thank you. Yeah. Six four one ninety. Regarding your seventy-three RS and the Viper Green, I've got a couple questions for you. Okay. First, what wheel color are you going to run with that? Viper I don't. Green.
3: I don't know if I'm going to do black wheels. I don't. Good. But I'm. I'm looking at maybe an all black wheel.
8: Wonderful. Now, what about the size? I
4: like the black. What about the size? Are they going to be more of a stock size? Are you going to do a little resto mod? Maybe a little bit bigger wheel with that.
3: A little bigger wheel.
4: You got it. I love it. It's going to look absolutely perfect. I, thank, you I can't
3: wait to see a picture. Thank right. you, JR. All right. I'm going with Viper green for my 73 RS
6: front row. Didn't like it. They, a yes. He, it is interesting that people do seem to like those types of cars do go with, um, like, very bold colors, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I love Porsche that has, you know, their
3: Porsche has so many, they used to have a lot of bright colors. Then it felt like there was a lot of silver and red, maroon, and I wasn't interested in that. I wanted, you know, something that had some vibrancy to it. Mm. Yeah, and I certainly got it. Viper green. Uh, Fritzy, what'd you learn today?
7: Michael Jordan preferred listening to Anita Baker. giving you the best that I got before a game, as opposed to hip hop or rap music.
3: McLovin. Tim Callishaw is a sweatpants and button-down shirt guy. Yes, he yeah. is. Yes, he is. Uh, uh, final results of the poll question, McLovin.
1: Oh, uh, would the Bulls have won eight straight? Uh, 54% said yes, so it came down during
5: the show. All right. Seton O'Connor. Will Farrell has tape over his camera just like everyone else. <laughs> Paulie? Big whiff by Haynes, not wedging Will Farrell oh, into oh, an oh. underwear commercial with Michael Jordan. All right. Wedging. No matter what happens, you want to make sure your loved ones are
3: taken care of. That's why LegalZoom has made it easy to set up the right estate plan without leaving your home. Take care of your family today with the right estate plan at LegalZoom.com. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate
7: it. Do it again tomorrow right here on the Dan Patrick Show. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the plate. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments
6: I I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies.
7: There's always something fun to discover and monopoly go so get off the bench and go download it for free right now on google play or the app store game on
2: you're a growing business which means you need every spare hour you can find that's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in slack Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.
5: For the ones who work
8: hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If you haven't heard, it's a good
0: idea to fit probiotics into your daily routine. Fortunately, Nature's Way Women's Probiotic Pearls make that so easy. These adorable little pearls couldn't be easier to take, and they support both digestive and vaginal health, all because of the probiotics. There are actually one billion active cultures protecting against occasional bloating, constipation, and digestive discomfort, all in one tiny little pearl. To learn more about Nature's Way women's probiotic pearls and how they can fit into your routine, visit naturesway.com.